The SEO and Publishing Podcast dives into the most important issues facing publishers in SEO, content strategy, tech, and media trends today. With your host, Vahye Arabian, we answer the most common questions, making actionable takeaways fun and enlightening. Hi guys, welcome to today's episode on taxonomization. You might be looking at trying to expand into a new vertical or create a new section in the website and taxonomization is the information architecture or the system that you use in order to set that up. It's important because it's going to help with, from an SEO point of view, your content discovery and indexation and if you don't have that set up properly then you can potentially compete against other pages across your website and it's not properly going to help you connect all the related articles together, create that good user experience and, and, and drive the evergreen and traffic that you're looking for. So when you think about taxonomization, think about categories, tags, and groups of pages like topics, entities, entities meaning people, people's names, places. It could be concepts like 2020 election, topical issues that matter to people that are very highly searched uh, this information architecture helps people navigate and find that content now when you are going to be going about creating an effective taxonomy for xeo there's four common types that you can look at and you have to first define what the purpose is when you're going to create that so you have your hierarchical taxonomy which is pretty much a relationship-based organization of your content so if you think about a table of contents and how it has the essential theme topic at the top and then it has the related things that make up the topic that's typically what sites currently use you've got a flat taxonomy where you have only top level categories and everything's on the same weight and that's typically going to be done across more smaller websites or websites which are very niche there are network taxonomies where it's an extension of the hierarchical in that you're also using uh, tagging or you're using other contextual navigation to be able to link to related things. So, for example, if you had a category about celebrity, then you wanted to create a topical page about Samuel L. Jackson, then th- there's a network taxonomy there because Samuel L. Jackson is a celebrity and you're looking for news about him. And that's also going to be related to celebrity news, which is a, a very commonly so type search news. So an example of a network taxonomy as well, another one that I commonly refer to is um, the one from people.com and people.com really has this set up really well where they have the, the example that I should talk to you about Samuel Jackson. They, they have the category pages set up but then they also use the uh, celebrities tags as topical pages and topical news and within that itself there's a little bit of a bio about that person links to the most popular articles and they did at some point have the schema about that person and and that feeds into the knowledge graph which can really help with driving your google news seo strategy as well so have a really think about how you can do that as you are expanding to multiple verticals and it is multifaceted and it's not simply just providing cut this product take some time to map this out and to really think about what functions work well within your website to make it really effective finally there's also the faceted taxonomy which is based on categories that work on set of attributes this is typically used across e-commerce websites so if someone's going to look at men's shoes based on price color size etc etc 
these are then used to further filter and to provide a better user experience and also to splinter out that category into specific pages so when you're thinking about developing your taxonomy have a think about what kind of topics and content out there and based on those type of taxonomies go about and determine your taxonomy hierarchical structure once you do that it's essentially trying to look at creating looking at the topic and cluster approach where you are defining what are the based on keyword research what are your broad topic uber pillar pages or pillar pages and then from there having everything link internal linking together and using the category or index page or however you want to look at in order to then connect everything together and because they're all flowing through to each other when you're promoting or doing link building to one page that's going to have an indirect flow through the other pages and and because they're nested together that's going to develop your theme and that's going to help uplift all of your articles and your category in terms of looking at what are the ways you can set this up is there's the statistic 30 percent of publishers use wordpress if you have a wordpress website you can generally use categories you can use tag feature and you can either create a separate module to create additional content type posts or you can yeah, sorry you can use the content type post to, to pretty much marry things together and when you're going to set up the information architecture for seo think about these other areas like click depth the url structure and breadcrumbing topical authority and how you optimize them all together in order to best utilize your seo for their topic pillar strategy and for your information architecture there's some common mistakes that generally happen when you're setting this up a one one example might be is to set up too many tags or categories and this mistake typically happens as well with a lot of bigger websites where they're trying to automate the tagging process and you'll see like uh, we, we've got a in our website on the tag category seo article there's an example of buzzfeed where they were using automation to create multiple tags around donald trump and there's some examples around the donald donald trump tweets donald trump donald j trump you know all that creates similar pages and thin pages because not a lot of them would have articles linking with them or tagged to them and a that causes low quality thin pages b you won't be able to rank for donald trump because there's a lot of similar pages and it's going to cause cannibalization and confusion it doesn't provide much value because not all the articles are nested in there and it's not going to allow people to go through and delve into that information further so try to the first thing you have to do is think about when you are going to be doing using a taxonomy is not to create too many try to go as lean as you can and focus on creating a top-down taxonomy where your editors have to choose from a defined list instead of trying to automate or allowing your editors to define the list otherwise the amount of uh, duplication that will happen would increase and there's going to be a lot of effort time that needs to be done in order to manage that and and the second thing is like we spoke about before defining the topic pillar and clusters as you're going through the exercise you have the option to do your key research and, and map out everything then and by doing that you can preemptively predefine lists there are some examples of some semantic technology that's being used although that's been very much custom built from horizon and bigger publishers so the, um, i believe there is one from 10 up that's out there at the moment which is on trial but that's probably going to be something that's going to be done in the near future where they'll be semantically updated automatically but for the time being trying to manage it in that manner the second thing is having duplicate categories and tags so you might have the, the same name as your category and then you have that as a tag or you might have an article name and then you create that same tag again that's going to cause ranking issues and, and kind of cannibalization issues so 
be mindful of that cannibalization issue. There's the common mistake of not having a hierarchical relationship and everything's flat. If you are having a travel website and you're talking about Europe and then you're also talking about all different countries in Europe rather than having them spread out into different categories and sections. And if you're talking about the whole world, try to silo those into different sections in, in in the same regions. Another common mistake is around knowing when to use categories versus tags. And like I was telling you, categories are pretty much the consistent defining topics of your website. Whilst your topics, uh, your tags can be used as your way to identify entities, concepts, and related topics and around that category, uh, which isn't as actively and often used. So if you have a sports website and you have NBA news, you might be using a tag called Name NBA 29 Playoffs. It's very seasonal, it's timely, and you can use it as a way to tag specific topic, specific um, news that's around NBA that's happening, or 2020. There's sometimes also the um, issue around potentially having one article that is categorized in more than one section. It depends on how your CMS has been built, but sometimes that can cause duplication in your URLs, and sometimes it might be relevant to have that article within two sections, but... That's the whole purpose of having the tagging structure so that you can use that. If you're using uh, the categories as a way to add those articles into two areas, then it might cause that duplication issue that I spoke about just now. The final thing is around, it's a fundamental advice and it's it's around ignoring the user. Some people just go too aggressive with SEO and just try to just do categories and topics without understanding how people interact with the website. Really, the key thing for that is that you need to just have taxonomies that make sense and also having that that's going to match the user experience so even though you might have a flat structure and you're not using the tag you can potentially use the tags as a way to filter specific urls or just have them to improve the usability of the website rather than just having very minimal information that doesn't help the user to navigate to what they want to do in conclusion the organization of taxonomization allows users to discover your content and navigate effectively through your website makes it more easier to index your content really think about your taxonomization and expansion of your website to support your strategy to allow to organize your content more efficiently avoid your content duplication and really use it as a way to structure your content to become an authority in your domain i hope this podcast has helped if you have any questions as always feel free to email me via at stateofdudepublishing.com. Otherwise, visit our website and reach out to me that way. Until next time. Thank you for listening to the SEO and Publishing Podcast. Visit stateofdigitalpublishing.com for digital media publishing resources, services, and collaboration today.